may not be that smart and they may not be that pretty But they like to talk about Cardiff City It's the view from the ninny and with views from the ninny And not shoes from the ninny and the view from the ninny Welcome to The View from the Ninian, sponsored by Terrace Badger. Terrace Badger started in 2022, and they create great custom-designed T-shirts based on football clubs and songs sung on terraces. We're proud to partner with a locally-run business, and you can get 15% off at terracebadger.com with the code VFTN15. That's VFTN15. Thanks for sponsoring us, guys. 102 days later... Cardiff City Football Club have just won a football match. In the last sort of half an hour, they've won a football match. They scored two goals and won a football match. First time since bonfire night. It's now Valentine's Day. Fireworks have flown for a different reason. And Cardiff beat Birmingham 2-0. Ben Price, Tom Phillips joined me as usual. Um, Ben Price, was that the Valentine's Day you were expecting? Yeah, well, it wasn't what I was expecting, but I'm bloody happy with the gift. So I'll take it. I I got it for you, so you can thank me for that. Um, thank you very much, Ben. No you problem, can. mate. Um, Tom, did you know Perry NG could do that? No, I I didn't think anyone anywhere near our squad was capable of that. Never mind Perry NG. But what a lovely little surprise it was. Uh, good things come in small packages. He's got a small name. It's Perry NG. Um, so if you haven't been paying attention to Cardiff City, well, I don't know where I'm going with that, but Cardiff beat Birmingham 2-0 tonight in the Battle of the Blue Shirts um, at St Andrews. Um, it was a terrible first half, livened up by the curry choices at halftime, but a pretty good second half. Uh, two goals to the good. Cardiff come away with three points. First time since November the 5th. Ben, were you expecting that? Did you have any hope going into that game that we were going to get a result? Not really, no. I've sort of become accustomed to just accepting we're going to lose so mm. yeah to come away with three points is it feels like we're doing an emergency podcast to celebrate a win that's how bad it's got <laughs> but yeah it's um i wasn't expecting that at all um like you said first half was dreadful but really 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 encouraging second half but even the first half like there's encouraging signs we looked rock solid for the first time in a yeah. long time it felt like, Tom, that first half, we were trying to absorb much of what Birmingham were trying to throw at us um, and then try and potentially count, cap, catch them on the, the counter-attack. It, it kind of felt a bit like Cardiff City of old, as, as Ben said, built on the rock-solid defence, not letting much go their way and then and then trying to build from there. Yeah, and failing to build. But, but, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, we were absolutely solid in the back all game. They created absolutely nothing, Birmingham. Um you know, considering they put forward past the Jacks not long back, you know, that's really encouraging. Um, McGuinness, like, he's been massive since he's come back in. And I thought he was absolutely outstanding again today. Redding have just scored. What? It's almost 10 o'clock. How are they still I playing football? Eight o'clock kickoff, isn't it? At Reddit mm. and Jay Skeeks. You they pulled a face. They playing? <laughs> They're playing Rotherham. Rotherham. Oh no, Lee I thought they said something outrageous upset. by Ben Price's face then. No, I just didn't expect to see. I was just flicking through to see if what the full time was. And yeah, um, Redden scored in like the 90th minute. Fantastic news. That is wonderful. Um, ben, the, the first half we've discussed wasn't great, but the half time food choices sounded very interesting. Um, I think they just read out off a list of curries. What were you going to have? I was going to go for a Jalfrazy. Jalfrazy sounded appealing to me. It's not normally my go-to, but he said that and I instantly went, ooh, Jalfrazy. Yeah, I think I'd go with that. 
Normally Tom? a Boona man myself. Boona, Tom, what kind of curry uh, would you go for? I missed this. What, what what were they reading out? At half time, they were just talking about the food choices, and all I heard was Jal Frazee. Oh, I kind of want a Jal Frazee now. I'm a big Jal Frazee fan myself. Um, ben, the second half was better. Um, it did feel like we really grew into that game. And the second half, as well as being rock solid, we started creating stuff, didn't we? Yeah. Um, it was a really, really encouraging play. Like the rest, that, that for the rest of the season, please. I think we'll be just fine. I'll write to Lamucci. Um, I'll give him a letter. Could, yeah, yeah that would yeah. be really helpful. Um, just let him know that was good. Do it again. Did you, th- you know, we started actually creating some chances, didn't we? I think Philogene came on. He looked very dangerous. Kappa was very dangerous. Um, Wickham came on and immediately had a chance. It's just very encouraging, isn't it, Ben? Yeah, it's people getting into the box and just sort of trying to make stuff happen, which we I don't feel like we've had all season. It just suddenly feels like we've got people that aren't just ground down by this absolute mess of a club and mm-hmm. have a bit of positivity about them and just trying to make, like I said, just trying to make stuff happen. So, yeah, you can't fault it, can you? It's just such a refreshing change. Tom, when was the last time you saw a Cardiff City player attempt, I think, three overhead kicks in a match? It is great to see. I think we're running out of ideas. That's why he's doing <laughs> yeah. it. I'll, just I'll just flipping it. over your head and have a go. You're like, I don't think we did create that many chances. And up until 80 minutes, I thought it was an awful, awful game of football. And we were just as much as guilty as being shite as Birmingham. Obviously, the two late goals puts a different spin on it. But I do still worry about our creative flair. I thought, oh, we, boo, bringing us back down to oh, it. I'm gonna bring it. Yeah, I thought it'd be you, but I, I, I am a little bit worried. I think we're still a little bit tough us going forward, and it's not necessarily our forward options is getting the ball to them. Like, I'm not confident when we've got a corner or an attacking free kick out wide that we're gonna put a ball in that someone's gonna win a header. I, like, I still think we're massively lacking in in that department, but. I don't think it's winning ahead as the problem if Wintle can't beat the first fucking man. That drove me nuts all game. Yeah, it's been a problem for a while. And I think, you know, we've missed three penalties this year as well. Like, we're really kind of tying our hands behind our own back, really. But, you know, I think hopefully now that last 10 minutes, the the way that we did create a couple of chances, albeit while Birmingham were throwing men forward to try and get back in the game, hopefully it's enough to give us a kickstart. Because you could see the players, there's relief there, but there was... You can see genuine enjoyment of scoring those goals, you know, running into the fans, running over to the yeah. coaches. And also well. came up for Robinson's goal. Exactly. You know, the, 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 you can tell they care, you know, and, and that's when, you know, it, that gives you a bit of hope, a bit, you know, a bit of heart that we get something from this. You know, we're still in a bit, a very precarious situation. But if, they, if it matters that much to the players and the coaching staff, then we might just be all right. Um, I was going to say something then, but it's disappeared from my head. So we'll just talk about Perry NG's goal pen. Um, when. We get a free kick, and you've got people like Callum Robinson, Ryan Wintle. Um, I don't know if Callum Robinson was on the pitch at that point. I think he was. Um, even, I don't know, to an extent, Philogene. You don't expect Perry NG to take a free kick, do you? No, and I've seen him take a few in the past, and they've not been encouraging. So I sort of was there, sort of saw him lining up for that free kick, thinking, hmm, what's going on here? And for him to absolutely lash that top bins... Is just wicked. Just I was going to say in, 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 in kicks for us. 
I was, I was thinking just in the history of Cardiff City, we've had some amazing free kick takers, people like Whittingham, Camarasa was good from a dead ball. But that was up there with one of the best I've seen in a long time. Like to get it up and over the wall from that angle was incredible. And like you could, if he like carried the ball and put it in a place, he couldn't have put it in a better place. It no. was absolutely pinpoint perfection for like his free kick. He won't, yeah, you won't get hit a better free kick than that for the rest of the season. Um, Tom, do you think it was my fiance's fault that we won because she said Ben put a bet on Cardiff to score a goal, and then we did. Yeah, pass off. You need to. <laughs> Just pile your savings into Cardiff City bets for the rest of the seasons the way forward. Right. I'll do that. I'll do that. <laughs> um, you we got the first goal, Tom. Did you envision just getting that second goal? I think my um, my stream was on delay, so um, I saw the tweets before the goal went in. Um, but it was a decent finish by Robinson, wasn't it? Yeah, and this is why I hate people taking the ball to the corner. You know, the defense is like all at sea at that point of the game. We had you know half a chance just before that, where they'd thrown everyone forward and it was Wickham and Robinson breaking. That stage of the game, you know, head towards the goal, you know, half the time when you go into the corner, you just end up putting the ball out for a limp throw-in or something like that. I like to see a bit of invention, you know, get at the defenders, give them something to think about. And, you know, it paid off because, you know, there's nothing worse than to hold on to a 1-0 lead, especially when we've been so poor for the last three or four months. So, you know, try something different. And, you know, and it was a great finish. It made Ruddy look stupid. Like, he didn't even raise his arm because I don't think he was yeah. expected to shoot either. Um, but, and there seemed to be a delay with the fans celebrating because I don't think they thought we'd score. It was just stunned, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was mad. But like you said, we, haven't scored, we haven't scored a goal in, what, one goal in eight games. Now, all of a sudden, we've got two in one game. People must have been falling over themselves. Taking the piss, aren't we, now? Yeah. But, you know... It, We're Cardiff City. We're taking the piss. <laughs> and, and to be fair, like, the fans, I thought, were brilliant all game. Like, yeah, you could it, really like, hear them. Half of it was that kind of gallows humour, I think, of just singing because backs against the wall. Our fans do tend to have a laugh now these days when things are going badly after, like, I think, failed attempts in the Premier League and not expected to win games. We kind of slipped back into that kind of um, atmosphere. But, you know, I thought they were brilliant. And, you know, I for the ones think who... our players were in our own half before the crowd started chanting, How shit must you be? We were winning away. <laughs> they were so quick to get that going. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was great. And they deserved like that, you know, traveling up on Valentine's Day midweek and stuff as well. A lot of people getting abuse when they get home, probably, but I don't think any of them would give a fuck tonight because, you know, <laughs> it's a fun, it's such a big result for us. Like, this could be absolutely massive just for momentum as well as the points yeah. on the board. I think it's I think it's the manner of the victory as well, isn't it? You know, we could have we could have ground out a one 0 win by winning early, and it wouldn't feel as good as winning two 0 with two goals in the last ten minutes. It really gives us that momentum. Um, so Ben, um, playoffs? Yeah, why not? Don't see why not. Yeah. I pluck, think we've had a few eighth, a minimum minimum now, isn't it? Someone did say plucky eighth, and I think that's still within reach. So um, look, I think it was really exciting. It was really good fun. Um, but we still have to talk about some of the bad things that have happened, boys. Um, so let's not forget that we lost to Middlesbrough last week. Um, we did want to talk about this first because we didn't want to bring the vibe down. But we do have to talk about it because we promised that we would talk about it. Um, ben, we lost 3-1, but we scored a goal. Yeah, that's something to go from, isn't it? It's, it? It was a building block to tonight. That's the way I'm seeing it. It's it's small starts. But again, it, was improved. it wasn't like it was a horrific performance. We gifted goals against probably the best, the most informed team in the league mm. and might still managed to score. Like, it's as bleak as it's got at that point on Sunday, on Sunday, where I was sort of going, we may have lost, but yeah, we scored yesterday, so it's not all bad. 
Well, yeah, and and Tom, that was that was a, that was a big thing in itself, wasn't it? That we scored a goal because for you know we we become, made a running joke of it basically that we we weren't scoring. You know, it, it, the countdown was sort of one goal in seven games, but for Cabba to come on and for Cabba to score felt like a a big psychological lift for a few people. Yeah, I didn't feel it that on Saturday, I must admit. No, it didn't. But and, and it's not like we created that chance either. It was Borough completely giving it to us. But it's fine. I think, yeah, you're right. And I think for it to be Cabo was the main thing as well. Someone who's just came in the door, you know, when we, ha- we haven't made the amount of signings a lot of people were hoping we would, for it to be that signing who's come in to get a goal early as well. And to be honest, he seems like a breath of fresh air around the place. You know, when he scored that goal, you know, him and Robinson... Looked like they had a bit of a bond already, you know. He he's got a bit about him, just his little tweets. He's he 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 seemed over the moon to get a goal as well. And tonight, you know, he just has a little bit about him in terms of he looks excited to play football. And there's a lot of our players who haven't looked excited to play football for a long time. So perhaps that positive energy will have a good effect on the people around him because you know, God, we need a bit of it. But no, it it, it was great to see the ball at the net after so long. Um. I, I guess we still have to talk about some of the negatives, Ben. Um, some of the goals against Borough were were gifts, shall we say? Um, it seems like the Birmingham, you know, the, the Birmingham game was an advancement from that, but there still seems to be that kind of sloppiness in the team, doesn't there? Yeah, it still feels at time we've got a mistake in us that's going to really bite us in the ass. And I think we cut those out tonight, but against Borough, I guess like you can see what those simple mistakes do against a really good clinical side in form full of confidence um, because they, they like Borough were good but it wasn't like they created a huge amount it wasn't like it was an all over 3-1's quite a harsh score but when you make those mistakes with a team like Borough you're going to get punished and that's exactly what happened but we were kind of prophetic Tom in what we said in the, in the, in the, in the, the agenda are we getting better the, you know, the, the Middlesbrough performance wasn't as bad as it has been this season and it's obviously led to tonight's performance so even though we lost against Borough, it felt like the start of a platform to build on, didn't it? Possibly. I think just our expectations are a little bit tempered as well, though, because, going, like you said, going into that Middlesbrough being the form team in the league, I think they started so strongly that I think they took their foot off the gas a little bit. So I think it made us look a little bit better than we were. We were never in that game. We just didn't get walloped. Um, to be honest, we, we haven't really got walloped all year. And I think that's been the most frustrating thing at times this yeah. year that we, we've seemed to be in races. This we weren't in, but like yeah, we were we weren't disgraced. And I think I think it's yeah, I think it's a combination of no one expecting anything from that game either. Because it's not often you, you lose three one at home and you you're thinking fair enough. But that's just what it's become recently. But you know, like you said, though scoring a goal in that game, building on that tonight, perhaps we will look back on that as not too bad a result in the grand scheme of things. A small turning point, shall we say? Why not? Good. Eh? Everyone's nodding. Everyone's happy, um, and we're also really happy that we signed a striker. Um, obviously, since the last time we've been on the pod, the signing of Connor Wickham has been confirmed. Uh, signed on a deal to the end of the season. I think it was only registered today. Seems like the EFL had a block on our emails. Um, he came on tonight, Ben. Um, had a had one chance. Um, you know, he hasn't played really, I think, since sort of December. He's been at the club for, for most of January, kind of rehabbing and stuff like that. Um, what's your take on the signing? Are you happy with it? Do you think it's a good idea? Yeah, I think it makes it makes sense given the situation we were in and sort of how short we are of goals. Um, there's not a lot of 
I wouldn't say he's a proven championship goal scorer, but he's someone that's got the potential to get us goals if fit. And that is the big issue, isn't it? But he, a decent record at League One this year. I didn't realize how stocky he was, man. He came on the pitch and like proper, that is someone to play the ball into to hold the ball up and have someone running off like Robinson. I think if fit can be a really good option. I didn't realize just how curly his hair was. If you go on the Carter City FC Twitter, there's a little video interview with him. He's got really curly hair. I don't know if he's permed it, but it looks really curly, um, which was a shock for me. Um, Tom, are you happy with Connor Wickham? It's one of those ones where I think we've got nothing to lose. Um, why not bring him in? You know, it's something different in training. You know, he did get a shot on goal within a minute and he's got assists tonight as well. When he's a proven goal scorer, I think he's done pretty much fuck all since the early 2010s. Um, so it's one of those ones, he, he had a lot of promise when he was younger and hasn't really delivered anything. He's been injury interrupted, so he's not really had a chance. So and he's you, been having his one, term done. So <laughs> It's one of those ones where you're clinging on to it, hoping if he does get a run in games, perhaps he finds those shooting boots he had about 20 years ago. But, you know, why not try it? I think... I, it is an underwhelming one, I think. It's not one I'm going to get too excited about, sorry. But it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if he got six, seven goals before the end of the season and they could be absolutely huge. So why not try it? Ben, is it just like, I think we talked about it on a, on a previous pod about the, the players that we brought in last January who got four goals here, five goals there, you know. If all of a sudden we've got Callum Robinson who may end up on sort of eight or nine goals, Cabba might end up on four or five goals, Wickham might end up on four or five goals. Plus then you've got people like Isaac Davis to come back in who might get a couple of goals here and there. Is that what this signing represents more so than, you know, a figurehead or somebody who's going to start every game? It's just about plugging the gaps where we're missing goals, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's just all about options, isn't it? It's just about having something that works. We have we didn't have options this season at the times. It's For most of the time, it's not worked and we've not been able to look to the bench for something to change. Atete is still a very much a work in progress, but I thought he was good again tonight. I thought he did what he needed to really well, but hes I think he's going to be a long-term thing before he sort of becomes good. Um, Robinson, if he didn't score, it just seemed like we were never going to score. So, so like, sorry, Kaba and Wickham, they're both Don't need to apologise. They're players that have come in that, yeah, just, like you said, fill the gap and just give us options. And that's exactly what we need at this stage of the season. They're just in the situation we're in. Because um, this is an audio podcast, you can't see the look of disdain that uh, Tom Phillips just gave you when I made the <laughs> sorry cabber joke. Um, Tom, do you want to explain your your disdainful face? I think you might hear me. I think you might hear me take Christ really quietly <laughs> in the background of that. <laughs> I was just um, well, look, go on, sorry, go on. I was just looking at Wickham's like Wikipedia, Wickham's Wikipedia. That's what I had to say. Wicker, Wicker, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah, he is only twenty nine. Yeah, I, I thought he was about thirty seven. So, you know, perhaps his best years are ahead of him. And I'll, his name's Connor Neil Ralph Wickham as well. That is a good, solid, strong name. That's like that. with Ryan Frank Wintle that I was very amused by today, uh, this week when the names went into the Football League for the rest of the season. It's the only standout one, I reckon. It was a, quite a boring selection. Yeah, of names, I was a bit underwhelmed. Yeah. It's been an underwhelming season on and off the pitch, even on team sheets. Birth certificates. Yeah. <laughs> Give me um, the days of Glenville, Adam Lafondre. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and Roberto Francisco, Kiefer, uh, Kiefer Roberto Francisco Moore. 
Um, sounds like a 80s Hollywood star. Um, Tommy said Christ, he's not coming back, but Neil Warnock is. There we go. What a segue, by the way. Um, um, you know, there was, you know, there was a journalist pushing the, the Neil Warnock story, um, coming back to Cardiff about a month ago. Um, Ben, he's muted now for those out there. It's not Glenn Williams, um, he's our favorite. Um, but Warnock has returned to the championship, Ben Price, with a He's rocked up at Huddersfield. I'm trying to think of something witty to say, but I can't. He's worn not rocked up at Huddersfield. Almost, almost. Um, we need, we, need to, we can't do the late <laughs> recording. This is a fucking shambles from you. <laughs> I, honestly, I've been working so long. I'm, I, don't, I don't even know what I'm saying. Words are like falling out of my mouth. Lads, I'll hand it over to you, Ben. Just say what you want about Warnock. He's got no eyebrows, has he? No, real um, no eyebrows. Yeah, proper odd looking. Um, it's just, it feels like it could either bite us in the ass or bite Huddersfield in the ass. I'm not too sure. Um, I was listening to Robin and Sean on the way to work this morning, and he's genuinely the only person I think in the world that was surprised that Warnock's come out of retirement at this stage of the season. He was genuinely like, yeah, didn't see it coming. Uh, very surprised. I spoke to him the other week. He didn't say, he said he was done. He's obviously never looked at Neil Warnock's career at any <laughs> stage because the looks retired about 600 times. Um, you can see why Huddersfield have done it, can't you? It like the situation they're in. It's similar to us, and there's two approaches you can take. Um, and Huddersfield have gone for in case in case of emergency, smash Neil Warnock button because the McCarthy glass has been smashed by Blackpool, and that's going really well. Um, Tom, do you think it's going to have the impact we think it's going to have? Ah, oh, I'm not sure. It was one of those ones where. I didn't want him anywhere near our club again, but I really didn't want him to go to anyone else's either. Yeah. Because it wouldn't have gone well if he'd come to us, but there's always that nagging doubt in the back of your head that he'll turn things around elsewhere. Like he's done in the past with teams like Rotherham who are absolutely average, like at best. And he does give, because he's he's got that feel-good factor that he's been here before and stuff as well. He's a he's the type of person who could galvanise the dressing room for three months. And that's all they need at the moment. Well, yeah, I, I was I was talking to it with um a few other people. And it was like there were the two things that stood out for me was that like when Warnock arrives back in your dressing room, like your season could be going so terribly. Warnock arrives and all of a sudden he brings a bit of lightness, a bit of like levity to proceedings because you know he, he he cracks a joke here and there. He's a bit of like a an old granddad putting his arm around his shoulder. And I think you know when you think about what he actually needs to do, he needs to galvanize them for not even like half a season. It's like seven or eight games that he needs to get with them wins from. And Warnock's the kind of guy who could do that. It's just the only thing I wonder, Tom, is whether he's been out of the game slightly too long now or whether his his passion is still there for it. I I, I think he'll always have that passion. Yeah. It just might not last as long when he's in those jobs. And in this case, it doesn't matter. I think they've got a decent squad I think Huddersfield, they lost some really key players at the beginning of the season. They've still got some quality there. You know, I think he's taken over worse clubs in the past. And, you know, they've picked up the odd good result this season. You know, they have still got two games in hand over us, like you mentioned earlier on. And they're far from a lost cause. So it does worry me a little bit. I'm hoping, I, you know, he's not the manager he once was. And I think even when I hear him on TV and stuff now, I think he comes across as a bit of a, Dodgy old man a little bit more than Whoa, he used to without being ageism. You know, it sounds a bit blunt, right? But he is getting on. Like you can't ignore 
how long he's been in the game. And it, it might yeah. not be the passion that let him down. It might just it's be the, the eyebrows. The, the game's moving. It's the eyebrows. Yeah. It might be the, 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 the game's moving on, but I don't think we'll know yet. But I just wouldn't be surprised if he if he pulls them out of it. I just hope it's not at our expense. I do, the only thing that worries me is I think of all the clubs he could have gone to, he's gone to the right one for him with Huddersfield. You look at the players yeah. they've got, players like Knockout, Waghorn, Hogg. Hogg is like Brick. a perfect Neil Warnock player, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like in that in that midfield, he's ideal for him. So Absolute like shit, isn't he? Yeah, but he's a shit house as well, and he? he'll just yeah. It's that's the bit that worries me with it and him coming in is that it makes a lot of like it, it makes a hell of a lot more sense for Huddersfield to have appointed Warnock like it did for for us to have appointed him. Jonathan Hogg, I will never forgive for breaking Craig Conway's ankle all those years ago. I can't stand him. He's a knobhead. And he, well, he got sent off against Harry Arter, didn't he? Um, yeah, I can't He's stand Harry Arter either. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to let you know, lads, walked a kilometre today. That's how busy I've been. Walked a whole kilometre. Just came <laughs> up on the old Fitbit. Um, I've got a question for you, Ben Price. Um, I think I know the answer. I don't even know why I'm asking it, but it's the only thing I could think to say. Who who do you rather see go down, Mick McCarthy or Neil Warnock? I'm very much over the Warnock narrative. Whoa, I thought this was going to be I, an easy answer. It's not because there's a certain person on Twitter who's done my fucking head in the last few weeks because he's desperate for that interview but's never going to get it. That's made me go, I really want them to go down. I really want you them to go down. You interviewed him, didn't you? You interviewed him. I, yeah, I interviewed him. I've got a photo with him. Me and me yeah. and, me and Wazza. Best Wazza, mates. that we call him. Um, yeah. Tom, so call him. who would you prefer to go down, Mick or Neil? Mick McCarthy. Not good. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was quite a straightforward answer. Um, yeah, I'm very petulant. Frick. I know you can be petulant. True. Be petulant as you want. It's just Mick McCarthy's a fucking twat. He is. Uh, uh, right. We like because we only just won. Um, we put out a little Twitter thing. I think on two days ago, saying we were going to record today. Um, and the first comment we had back then was from Matt DiffMJ, and I said we'll be recording directly after the Birmingham game, and he said, Tom, this, this is going well, isn't it? Uh, but Matt DiffMJ said, Ben, so what you're saying is you think it won't be talking about a lost post-Birmingham. Love the optimism. Did we make this win happen, Ben? We did. I think, to quote old view from Ninium, optim- optimism won. Optimism one. We're going back to optimism pessimism corner. That was that that that's a throwback, that Ben. That, it's a good throwback out, isn't it? Yeah, fucking hell. I haven't thought about that in ages. Did you used to listen to my podcast? I did, yeah. Wow. Shite. <laughs> Not as good as it is now, he says, during one of the worst episodes we've ever recorded. <laughs> it's <fucking> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just because we're one and excited, and I'm very tired. Tom. My brother asks, if football never existed, what sport would you watch and why? Ooh. You can only pick one. One sport. Yeah, the one sport to rule them all. Uh, Ten-pin bowling. Whoa, oh, who do you think that's... you are? I am. <laughs> I've watched that so many times in the last three weeks. <laughs> it keeps coming up on my feed, that video, and I absolutely... It's that must one... be why I said it. Who oh. do you think you are? I am. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen that, Ben? Yeah, I've seen it. I, I was just disappointed with the answer. The answer is slam ball. It used to be on Bravo. Oh, yes. What was what a sport? It was basketball, but they put trampoline courts in like the three in like the 
fucks around and it was fucking nuts. It was oh, awful. Yeah, I, do, I do remember that. I'd, I'd watch professional tag. Have you ever watched that on YouTube? Yeah, it's like that Thor's Lava thing they based it's on, yeah. It's mad. It's mad. I love it. Um, I'd watch that. Uh, Matthew Hawking says, it hasn't been very Sabri exceptional. Uh, change your mind now, Matthew Hawkins. Uh, ben Thomas, if you don't pick these points up this week with the teams we're facing, could possibly be bottom of the table come 5pm on Saturday. What are the chances of us getting out of it? Hard to find anything to be optimistic about. Only thing really is we may finally have a goal scorer. Ben, are you optimistic now? I'm asking that Ben, and I'm asking you, Ben. I'm feeling a lot more. I, I feel good right now. I'm really enjoying this win. I've got a proper... haven't had this post-win glow for a while. I'm really making the most of it. Um, To that point, though, Tom, we, teams below us still have two games in hand, don't they? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I've, got, I've, got this, I've got the screen review to one in front of me, and I've just got the table above it. And every now and again, I kind of glance up, and I'm like, oh. And, and the worst <laughs> thing is... BBC hadn't added our win to the column until about 10 seconds ago, so it looked even more depressing. But no, we've got to be careful about getting carried carried away. Because, But we are three points ahead of a relegation zone that contains three shite teams. So mm. like the points on the board are much more important than the games in hand with, with these teams around us. And you've got, you know, Huddersfield playing um, Stoke tomorrow as well. They could easily be drawn back into it. And the re- the fact that our win came against Birmingham City as well, who aren't that far away from it themselves, you know, it could be a big few weeks in that regard in terms of just dragging more and more people into this mess. Yeah. It, it might not be about pulling away from it. It's just dragging more shite teams into it with us. Well, QPR got absolutely trounced tonight, 3-0 at home to Sunderland, and they're only seven points ahead of us. So up, they up to 17th. Yeah. yeah, and up to 17th, worse than us, up to 17th place is... um. It's all up for grabs, really. Um, ben, forget football. It's a midweek away. Everything is shut on the way back, apart from the garage. Give me a garage drink, crisp, chocolate, and sandwich slash bake. Uh, Gareth Dunning's gone with a, gin- a Ginster's chicken and mushroom slice, paprika McCoy's, a Ribena, and a Ripple. It's a good combo. What are you going Ooh, for, Ben? a bad shout, that. It's a really um, good combo. I'd all go at once as well, just straight in. Ginster's chicken tikka. Yeah. Slice, they're banging. Uh... A double decker duo. Whoa! Quadruple decker. Yeah, so go for a quadruple decker. And I'll go for a drink. Um, I'd probably go Dr. Pepper or Iron Brew. Whoa! Iron Brew Extra or Iron Brew Full Fat? Iron Brew Extra is better than Iron Brew now since they've taken all the sugar out of Iron Brew, so I'll go Iron Brew Extra. Controversial choice. Tom Phillips. You had a bit more time to think about that, and I can see your thinking face there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, fizzy Vimpto, whoa, or, or or a Mountain Dew, depending on how tired I am and if I'm driving. Citrus um, Blast. I'd probably go for uh, Sensations, um, sweet chili crisps. I'd probably go for the steak baked Ginsters. Very good. And chocolate, I'd probably go for a Mars Duo. All right, I think I'm going to go with a jumbo sausage roll. Hopefully, it's if, if it's a Ginsters or a Peters, I'm happy with either. If if I'm in the right garage, I'm getting a mango Rubicon. Um, nice. Which is a good choice. I'm going for a Galaxy, but I'm hoping I can get the... <laughs> my voice broke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> I'm hoping I can get the Galaxy King size. Not the big bar, not the little bar, the 12 square Galaxy. Yeah. The mid-size king size bar. Not like the one that's a quid. Yeah, like the one that's a quid. And then crisps. I'm just going your classic salt and vinegar McCoys. Like the ones that make your ears kind of itch when you eat them. I didn't do crisps. Oh, this is oh, the back. I didn't do crisps. Um, I'll Still go flaming, hot, flaming Hot Monster Munch. Whoa, that's a good choice. That is a good choice. Right, next question. Serious one now. Sellers, the game wasn't the worst and there are signs that it just isn't clicking. Why on earth are we still playing wingers? When was the last time we scored from a cross? Tom, when was the last time we scored from a cross? Did we score from a cross today? No. No, it's oh, a free yes. kick um, against the cut inside. Yeah, I thought Philly, you were goal against Birmingham. My voice keeps going. Philogene's goal earlier in the season against Birmingham. Did he score that goal? Imagine, what, do you a, what do you define as a cross? Because... I guess Cabbers. a ball into the box from the side. Yeah, side. Cabbers could have been, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that was, yeah. But I think it's annoying because earlier in the season, we were, like right at the beginning, we were saying how you know effective it looked like Calamo Dauda was going to be getting to the byline and bringing it crossing it back across the face of the area. And we haven't done that like at all since like the opening five games of the season. So uh, that's where we have really, really lacked is crossing into the box because it used to be such a strong point for us. But, and if you go in headers, O'Dowd is the only person that's got a header for us this season. Yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. But I think now, like as you mentioned earlier on, we are getting more bodies in the box now, and we've got more people in that squad who know, you know, to get into the right areas. So perhaps we'll see that change now with that personnel change over the next few weeks. It's a cross we have to bear. Oliver Reese, the realization of League One is really settling in now. You can wrap it up as much as you like. We don't look like a team who's played together. I feel sorry for Sabri. Probably didn't realize the job on his hands. There's a Welsh PE teacher available if he fancies a challenge. Obviously, that was written before tonight's game. I should preface that all these were written before tonight's game, really. John TM Williams can't see any sort of system of play at the moment. Thoughts, please, guys. Um, ben, it felt like tonight there was more of a system, wasn't there? Or at least a kind of ethos at play where we were just trying to be solid. Yeah, it was it was very back to sort of a few years ago. Be solid at the back and lump it up. Especially in the first half, it was don't concede, lump it up to the big lads at top, and let's hope we get something from that. Um, we started playing a bit of football in the second half, but yeah, it was the the basis was strong at the back and go from there. Uh, Tom Brandon Arthur asks, "How are we leaving World Cup players out of the matchday squad?" So they don't really offer anything at the moment, isn't it? Well, we put them in other matchday squads now, aren't we, for the under-21s. So, you know, that's what really caught him out there. But um, I don't know. It's a really curious case, isn't it, the Colwell one? I'm still not quite sure what's going on. Um, but I kind of forgot about it until then. You know, it's amazing what one <laughs> win can do to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dan G says, you sign, uh, talking from a, the, the perspective of a player, you sign in the summer, 10 games or so under Morrison, 15 or so under Hudson, three under Whitehead, three under Lamucci. Does any player know what they're really being asked to do? Some are not good enough, but no wonder so many out of form. Burrow looked good to watch. That's because they've got consistency. George LCCFC. Um, I don't really want to. It's, it's a, what what way day is everyone looking forward to for next season? Leighton Orient seem to be heading to League One, so that should be good. But Ben, we're staying up now, aren't we? Yeah, it's uh, who out of them who's going up? Who you enjoy looking to go to most? And I think Plymouth. Plymouth will be lovely. I've always wanted to go down to Plymouth. And Aaron Hocking, our one Plymouth fan who I know definitely listens to the podcast, um, will show us some hospitality. Um, Levi G792 is it majorly concerning that after two weeks the new boss is telling us the panic and that we've had almost zero new manager bounce Tom 
Was Lamucci just delaying the new manager bounce until a few games in, so it lulled people into a false sense of security? Almost definitely. You know, he's a visionary. Uh, I never had any doubt. Um, <laughs> uh, perhaps, it, you know, we knew he was going to be an honest manager when, you know, it, just listen to what the Forest fans were saying on Twitter, so he just says it as it is. And perhaps that is just the kick up the ass the players needed. Like, yeah. the footage we've seen from training sessions is there seems to be, like, a good atmosphere there. Um, and people seem to be getting on. It seems to be a laugh. And the part of me is like, oh, they don't care. They're having a laugh still. But actually, they probably just <laughs> need, need a bit of escape from you it. Need yeah, need, uh, yeah, and you know, having a new manager and a couple of new players seems to be bringing the right vibes at the moment. So, yeah, it's good to see. Connor Wickham's lovely curly hair bringing the vibes. Um, James, see Roberts, Ben. If we don't get at least one win from the next two, we are in shit street, like proper shit street. Suppose the big million dollar question is: Have performances improved under Sabri, or is it time to blame the blame the players and poor recruitment in the summer? Um, well, we're not in shit street anymore, are we, Ben? Because we won. No, we're um, looking at promotion push now. I think just after one win. Woo! Woo! And the final question from Chris the Bluebird was: Thoughts on Sam Smith's costume? I liked it. They wore it with a plum, and they looked great. Any I've other not thoughts? Got I've not, not got, got an opinion. opinion either way. Tom, would you wear what they wore? Uh, yeah, possibly. Uh, I, I reckon I could pull off better personally as well. Um, perhaps I could get a blue one for the last Cardiff game of the season with like a Cardiff badge on it. Yeah, Burnley away, Sam Smith costumes all around. I reckon. <laughs> Oh, like a hot May day. I'm oh, sweating. God, oh, that'd be disgusting. That the bus is on the way home. Oh, oh absolutely God. rancid. Um, for all your tweets, it's twitter.com forward slash VFT Ninian. Twitter.com forward slash VFT Ninian. I did have a quiz here from our Canadian listener, Ty, but I'm going to save it for Saturday and do it proper justice because my brain is melting inside of my head at the moment. Um, and he's he spent a lot of time on the quiz. Ben, have you read the quiz? I saw the email, haven't read the questions, because I saw, I saw right. that. Just so we got to figure out who does the quiz, because I've read the questions, so I need to... I've not read the questions. I stopped, because I go. thought you might want to... I do admin. So no, you don't do any admin. Nor do I. I was locked out of the account for ages. Twitter.com forward slash VFTNinian for all your tweets. Right, not far away now until the next game, Tom. It's a Friday nighter, the night before my birthday. For anyone who's listening, my birthday's on Saturday. Um... You can send me presents to my address. Just DM me and I'll send you my address. Um, we're playing Reading on Friday, Tom. Um, they won tonight 2-1. It looked like for a, sh- a small while, a small while, they were going to get slightly dragged back into the relegation, but they're sort of hovering around the mid-table, 13th position. A reunion with Junior Hoylet. Um, Are we going to get a win, Tom? Yes. It's all positive for me here. I haven't forgiven Reading from earlier in the season. But anything... Really. Where they they lulled me into thinking we were going to win the league so much so that when we went one 0 up, I put ten pound in us to uh, to win the league. <laughs> um, I'm not over that yet. <laughs> That's probably one of the, the worst bets I've ever done in my life. Um, so I I think it's time for payback, and I th- I think we're going to do it. Was that when I got into someone's car? Yeah, that's when you go into someone's car on the way back into Central Reading. It was it's a bit of a schlep if you're not on the bus. It is a bit of a schlep. Um... Ben, I think you wrote the agenda this week. You said it's the biggest game of the season. I said, is it? It was biggest game of the season, question mark. No. So the, Tom says no, but Ben, you clearly might have thought it was at some point. I, 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 I thought we might lose tonight, and then suddenly if we don't get a win there, then we're right up shit street. But that went out the window massively when uh, we comfortably won tonight. So, yeah. 
who are everyone else playing at the weekend? Because if we lose on Friday, we could still be in the bottom three um, on Saturday, couldn't we? I have noticed tomorrow or today, as people listen to this, that we have to rely on the Jacks and Bristol City to get results to do us a favour. Well, we're going to home against Norwich. Uh, Huddersfield are home against Birmingham. And Blackpool are playing Swansea tomorrow. Jesus. And Stoke. Oh, God, it's another tight one at the bottom, isn't it? Stoke-Blackpool on Saturday. Um, I'm just reading out fixtures now. Tomorrow, Stoke-Huddersfield. It's tomorrow, Stoke-Huddersfield. Sorry, I thought it was Saturday. It's Blackpool-Stoke on Saturday. So Stoke have got two of the bottom three. It does feel like, at the moment, they've done like a Welsh League-style split. Because it just seems (laughs) to be the bottom teams are just playing each other all the time at the moment. Yeah. Like every, every time I look at the fixtures, I'm like, ooh, that's a big game for us. Ooh, that's a big game for us. But don't mind it if they keep taking points off each other. A couple more draws against it, and perhaps we might see a bit of daylight. Um, predictions then, Ben. Are we going to beat Reading on Friday? Yeah, we, we're due a win against them. We haven't, especially at home, it's not been spectacular over the last few years. I think they've always tended to be pretty poor games. So I'm feeling optimistic. Players we buzz in. This new system of wing back seems to be a very good fit for us for what we got. I'll go. What's, what's Redden's form like at the moment? They're, they're not in great tonight. form. Yeah, I know. They're, they're not in like amazing form. I'll go 3 1 Cardiff. 3 1 Cardiff. Tom, any advances on 3 1 Cardiff? Yeah. Uh, I've just had some profit the rolls. I've got a bit of a sugar buzz pre pod. So I reckon we're going to win 3 0. Whoa, I'm going to bring us back down to earth and I think we're going to win 2-0. <laughs> oh. Optimism corner all round. Plucky 8th, here we come. Um, I'm going to make a... a, 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 a oh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Proposal. We should never do a podcast post 10 o'clock ever again. <laughs> <laughs> For those who are listening at home and wondering what's gone wrong in this podcast, um, everything really, um, I had a very busy day at work um, dealing with um, a terrible newspaper all day. Um, I've been up since I've been at my desk since seven a.m. and I've just slightly lost my mind. So Sunday's podcast will be better. I can promise you. If you want to tweet your feedback at us, twitter.com forward slash vftninian. If you thought this podcast was the best thing you've ever heard, I can't even say best properly, the best thing you've ever heard and want to give us some money towards it, kofi.com forward slash vftninian. We do this for the love, not the money. Thank you to our sponsors, Terrace Badger. We're sorry we let you down with a terrible podcast. Go to terracebadger.com. Use the code VFTN15 for 15% off all purchases on terracebadger.com. They have some lovely hats that we can attest to. Ben, I'm really sorry. Is it nice that you've got your mental breakdown like recorded for the world to listen to? Too? I honestly, I, I yeah, people are gonna listen to this like, what is wrong with him? And uh, they they they're right to ask that question. Um, Tom, I can tell you're disappointed through a lot of that podcast. Have you got any feedback for us uh, initially? I quite enjoyed it. Uh, you know, if I'd just gone to bed after that two 0 win, I think I'd have been quite disappointed. So, and that's nothing to do with my partner. That's just to do with I, I just want I just wanted to. <laughs> does she listen to the podcast? She, she doesn't listen to this, does she? Uh, no, she isn't outside the door. Though. I timed that terribly. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, Tom, I suppose we should leave you to seal your fate. Ben, um, you can go and ruminate over how terrible I am as a podcast host, and I'm just going to probably collapse into bed. So, thanks for joining me once again. Thanks for everyone to listening, and we'll be back at the weekend with probably a better podcast. Amen.
may not be that smart and they may not be that pretty But they like to talk about Cardiff City It's the view from the ninny and with views from the ninny And not shoes from the ninny and the view from the ninny and